Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to 40 Years to Freedom Podcast. You're listening to Jen and the lovely Anna V. Anna V in the house. We're doing another evening podcast that worked out really well for us last week. Oh, yeah. So I made sure we were waiting on you. <laughs> you started without me. <laughs> So I had to go run my son really quick to baseball practice, but I'm here and she did start without me. We are enjoying the ever delicious babe grigios with bubbles. So babe, if you're listening, we want you. Jen loves you. you. Like, no <laughs> lie. She has talked about babes for forever and I'm just a redneck beer girl. No big deal. These are tasty. And Jen is like, we got to drink babes. Yeah. The babes are tasty and they definitely get, get you tuned up, which I like. So subject today is going to be a fun one for me. Um, we are going to dive into dating while you're in your forties. Cause that is on so many different levels. Hilarious. And entertaining and devastating. And it just depends on what day of the week it is for me with my dating life. Okay. Well, you're way more um, apt to embrace this life than I am. I've been guilty of wearing sweatshirt that says dogs before dudes for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, my girlfriends always tell me they're just like, why? You don't need a man. I don't need a man in my life. That's for sure. I definitely right. don't need a man. But companionship is something that I want yeah. in the long run, right? Yeah. I want that cuddle time and fun times and going out and going out to dinner. Like that's definitely something that I want in life. But it's is it something that I need? No. I could go out to dinner with you. I would go out to dinner with you anytime. I could well, cuddle we have my had kids. had a great date that we've talked about on here. Yes. We've actually had a few of them. Yeah. So, um dating dating okay so as we're doing this i sent my shooting coach who's my middle management coach a text message and i just harass him all the time I'm like do you happen to have a middle management chart for dating and i just thought he would blow me off you know with some sarcastic remark no he sends me a crazy chart and it has so many things i could not read it to you guys but we will post it on the instagram on the instagram i'm i'm sounding southern right now <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna on we're gonna post it on the line <laughs> oh my gosh okay in the south if you haven't been there they always say like the walmart the belt the jc penny the chick-fil-a the chick-fil-a is so dumb but yeah so we will post it on 40 years to freedom instagram perfect and um to me it looks like it's humorous but maybe it's actually for real. I don't know. Well, dating is humorous, especially when you're our age. Uh. So, <laughs> so you, everybody go back to a few episodes ago, right? Uh, I was married for 17 years. I lost my husband four years ago. Um, I jumped right into that dating pool because it was so long since I had a loving connection with someone. You know, it was it was hard because David was sick and he wasn't very nice and he had every reason to be mad at the world. Right. But I missed that. Like right. I missed the fun, the good times. You know, and I think it's the hardest when you have somebody there and you don't have it is um, like, that's the loneliest you could ever feel is mm -hmm. when it's thrown in your face. Absolutely. Yeah. So I jumped right into that dating pool, probably sooner than most would have liked but again this is my life nobody pays my bills but myself <laughs> so um i'm a big girl and i can do what i want and uh <laughs> what do you how do you meet people at our age at this point so i am not oh i mean I, i'm a drinker and i feel like i talk about drinking every single episode <laughs> but it's not like i'm a bar drinker so i'm not going out and hanging out the bar every night in hopes to meet my future husband. I couldn't imagine getting picked up at a bar. I've never done that. Like, I've never gone to a bar to find somebody. Well, I don't. I. I don't understand. It's only been one time in my entire life where a gentleman has actually come up to me at a bar, and that'll be a little bit later, I think, in this podcast because I Jen's dated. Got her <laughs> I have all my stories, um, but there's only been one actual time where a man comes up to me and is just like how you doing and i'm like oh hello how you doing so 
I started off online dating because I feel like that is the way that the world goes at this point. I've never seen an app, Jen. <laughs> well, I've been on all of them. <laughs> so if you need any advice um, on any of them, I, I, I think I have I it all. I don't need advice, here. Jen. Come on. Uh, if any, any of our listeners need advice, trust me, I can tell you which ones to stay away from. But okay, then, this is the funny story. Me and Jen and Chad were sitting at the island one day having lunch, and somebody was talking about blocked numbers on your phone. I'm like, I don't even know how to find that on your settings or whatever. And me and Chad are like so illiterate for technology. And so Jen is like, well, this is how you find it. I can, and, and Chad's like, Jen, how many numbers you got on there? There was like 27. I think there's more than that. Numbers on Jen's block list, and I had zero. Yeah. So I think there's more than that. Jim, um, how did you? How did we find that? Before? I don't know, but that was so funny. Oh my gosh! Well, dating, online dating—that's fun. Online dating sounds like a nightmare. It and you're sitting here saying, "Oh fun. my gosh, it's it is such a it's fun at first, like when you haven't dated in a really long time, and all of a sudden you're on an app and it's like swipe right, swipe left, swipe right. Oh, he liked me back. You know, that's exciting. Is it exciting or is it just a false sense of? excitement um it's exciting at first and then it gets a little i want to hear from people that actually found true love on there so So, uh, like make me a believer of it like i don't need this but i don't want to be so negative about something that i have no experience about right because i sound a little judgy and and it is out of just not knowing right you don't know what you don't know it's true so well, i just Brittany, hear the boys you know talk about it you know Brittany. Brittany. I love Brittany. Brittany does my hair yep and i love Brittany. Brittany's one of my best friends um she met her husband online and they're cute as can be they are so cute right yeah. they're so cute so like, there I is like it another girlfriend of mine who i never would have thought would have met a man this way but she met a man on christianmingle.com and he literally got proposed like he proposed the weekend that he met her no swear it how long have they been together he was much older than her and i'm like sitting here going like oh my god this poor girl like she doesn't know like she's never really had a boyfriend she's never really dated anybody how old was she she was like 22 23 i think at the time and he was much older than her. okay so are they still together they are still together they have four children um they've been married for 20 plus years at this point and madly in love it's it blows my mind well i do have an uncle well he's probably not my uncle i think he's like my second double cousin but he's the same age as my dad so he's like an uncle he met his wife at church they got married six weeks later and they are still together and they have like eight kids between the two of them and like bigger than the brady bunch and they're some of my favorite family members so well so when i first met david i i knew he was the one and uh we were dating gosh two weeks before we started looking for a place to live with each other we were moved in to our own condo within a month within three months i had a ring within a year i had an engagement ring and the year after that we got married and we were together for 17 years oh yeah that's so good. i mean but it was a different time there was no online dating i mean i guess there probably kind of was back then but not like how it is today today it's too easy okay so i know that you and i we had a certain direction for this but now that you bring that up and you talk about like young kids day right so jc may's 20 or she's gonna be 20 and the kid has never had a solid boyfriend and she's dropped a gorgeous she's super smart but she can't find somebody like this on her level or that's as driven as her so therefore she like becomes bored or like she's not a big partier she, like i don't know she's just kind of difficult not really difficult but she needs somebody that's un- that understands where they're going yeah and that's really hard at that age so i'm worried that she's going to end up in this boat right but but like you say dating is so easy so it's like how do you find somebody that's serious and i've got so many notes about this that me and my girlfriend have studied this steve harvey book because we think he is just the greatest thing ever i love steve harvey and um so I think it's time that I send this book to JC because there's some things, you know, that you just didn't want like your teenager reading. But now that she's an adult's life and living on her own, she probably does need to, to read this. But I think that it would be so hard to find a trust factor after you've got like 27 people on your miss on your like 
a race list. My deleted number. Del- yeah, like <laughs> like my blocked, blocked calls. Okay, and then you got like people that have flirted with girls for God only knows how long that just feeds their ego. So it's like, how do you find somebody and know that this is real and that's all going away? Well, the nice thing is about JC is that she's young, right? She has plenty of time to find the one. The thing is, is that you don't, you don't, you don't just jump into a relationship thinking that he's, this person's going to be the one or she's the one, he's the one, whatever it is. You have to find that person who knows your worth. Oh girl. You need to find that person who knows your worth and puts you on that pedestal. No matter where you are in a relationship, it's always going to open a door for you. It's always going to open a car door for you. It's always going to treat you right. Now, they don't necessarily have to have money to treat you right. And that's where it really, there's this fine line with dating, especially Mm -hmm. when you're my age. Everybody's just like, oh, well, you want a guy with money. Well, I mean, I do want a guy who can pay his own bills and is also going to be able to take care of me at some point not necessarily like retire me i know i joke about it a lot like can't (laughs) wait to find my sugar daddy one day but that i mean that's it's joking that's all you would happily be a sugar mama if you found that right man we know the problem is is that while i did this whole dating journey is that I've always settled. I've always settled for someone who's just going to pay attention to me. And I don't sometimes necessarily pay attention to the small things that I should be paying attention to. Okay. Well then you need to read this book. So when we order JC May one, we're going to order you one too. Now, Steve Harvey wrote this book and me and my girlfriend, Lindsay back in Georgia, she's my hunting buddy. Um, she found the love of her life at a big hunting convention and they have a super cool story. They met at a hunting convention and he, took her to washington on a bear hunt because he was already going so he was like just come go with me yeah. like their first date <laughs> she's like uh i had two kids at home like i can't just pick up and go to washington on a bear hunt like that's super expensive so but she did it they she just packed her bag and went and he swept her off his feet then when they got married they recreated their first date as their honeymoon Aww. and so they got married um a year ago was that right or was it this april man time has just flown by and so they like recreated the whole thing and they went bear hunting again and so it was like super cool because it's kind of like that like they randomly met at a place where you just have common interests with somebody mm-hmm. and um so it worked out for her but she and her husband now went through the steve harvey book together and I loved that um, because it's called Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. So Steve writes a book that tells women exactly what the men are thinking and exactly how they're playing you and if they're honest and what these standards are and what to look for. And he preaches about the three Ps. And you can Google this on YouTube. So he talks about provide, profess, protect. So he said if they're not at a level where they have achieved their goals and all this stuff and they're still searching, then they're probably not ready for commitment. He's talking about adults, you know, like Mm -hmm. if you fall in love at a young age and then you build something together, that's different. But us for us, then you got to find somebody that's going to profess you in public, right? Like somebody that's going to claim you in public. He's Mm -hmm. like, if you show up in public and they ain't claiming you, you just ditch them. Then he talks about protection. Like, so, you know, not only just like for an intruder, but protects your heart from you know the way they carry your heart and they handle your heart or the people around you you know just make sure that you're taken care of he does such a great job explaining this and how to build a solid relationship with somebody and and how to um look for the holes that you have that you may not think about so that you build something that lasts i definitely need to see this book it's so good i have seen the one um so it's on a reel right now that's popular on instagram so he was at an award ceremony and he just goes on about his wife and his wife is in the audience and he talks about how much he loves her how that is his rock how he would do anything for her he will kill for her he will and they are just like this whole time she's blowing him kisses and it was something that kind of gives you goosebumps where you're just like that's the kind of love that you want that's what you want in the long run well sean whalen and that is s-e-a-n-w-w-h-a-l-e-n on instagram does this all the time like he and his wife are a powerhouse couple and a girlfriend of mine in montana that i talk about all the time she's constantly sending me his posts of just like setting standards and how you know when you talk about how you miss things 
or you like lower your standards and you don't even pay attention, mm -hmm. you need to be reading this because he's preaching the truth and what it takes and how they raise their kids. And it's just so nice to have somebody there that um, doesn't make you feel like your standards are too high. Well, I think that at first, when I first started dating, it was it was a little bit different. It wasn't that I was looking for love. I was looking for a good time. I was looking for guys to take me out on dates, to buy me dinner, to have some fun. Because I hadn't done that in 20 years, right? Mm -hmm. So I was excited about that. So I started off on the app called Tinder. So I started off on Tinder. Oh, gosh. And go, I met a handful of guys. It's crazy the amount of men that are on there that are not actually single oh so that's something you come across a lot on, on uh, with online this sounds dating like too much work right too much work so too much heartache too much disappointment you'll, you'll start talking so let's just say you match with someone so for all of our listeners who don't online date or have never online dated so the way it works is like if you swipe on someone that you think that could be a potential and they swipe back in like a yes with like a yes that they do like you then you're a match and then you have the ability to talk to each other before that it's just like looking at pictures for the most part and if they don't like you then there's oh never that commitment oh my gosh this is what's stressing so you start so talking bad. to people right and at this point i have it down like i know how to online date like nobody's business yes. <laughs> oh my so instantly and this is why i have 27 phone number block phone numbers on my phone um instantly i'm like here's my phone number give me a text you know text me well i do not do that anymore like I, anymore like i feel it out like i'm gonna talk to you online they for at least gotta like a couple weeks at least Jen. before i give you my phone number and there has to be some sort of connection like a vibe or something it's not just oh hello i'm jennifer here's my phone number no <laughs> No. So it starts off like that. And then you get to know, start getting to know these guys. And then all of a sudden they're like, so I actually need to tell you something. And you're like, oh, they're honest here. about it. Here it comes. Yeah. Well, not all of them. They'll um, tell you that. Like they're in a bad place with their relationship, um, that they're actually already separated, that they're heading towards divorce. Some guys are just like, I'm just looking for something on the side. And it's just like, I cannot believe the amount of people that are online dating that are not actually single. Now here I'm looking at it that, to find that. That person. freaks me out. That would freak me out. No, nope, yeah. this, no, that life was not for me. It's hard. It's hard. But I so I did it for a couple months after David passed away and I had some fun. I met some cool guys and, but nothing like I was looking for a relationship and then instantly I met this one guy and I, this guy swooped me off my feet and I was just like, Oh my God. Like my first date with him, I always meet him at this bar. That's not too far away from my house for a drink. This way, if I have, I have an escape route, right? Because I know how to get back to my house for whatever reason i just had such a great connection with this guy i was just like well you want to come back to my house and what? meet my family because my mom Jen. my everybody was there oh my, my best God. friend was there my mom was there i'm like now or never and he just fit right in he was great and we ended up having a relationship for like seven months um and i thought the world of him and he really put me up on that pedestal but the thing is is this is where it's different i am never going to be a sugar mama right one i don't have that kind of cash ever well i shouldn't say ever i did just buy a lottery ticket so <laughs> but i'm never oh gonna be God. that person to support and slowly this is like where the direction it was going it was like oh i need gas i can't and i was like oh no problem let me fill your tank oh my to, gosh uh, oh i need my cell phone's gonna get turned off oh okay what? let me take to oh my god my truck broke down and it was like and i was like finally and it took me a, a damn minute to figure out be like jennifer Jen. jennifer right this is like a, a nightmare it movie. was a nightmare You're and it ended it up being life. a nightmare in the long run but the only thing that i can say that i walked away with that from that relationship is more knowledge for sure most definitely what i did not want and then his mom was actually amazing and i still talk to her She's one of the most genuine kind okay so tell us this, what does her mama what does his mama say about him she says that she, he messed up the best thing that ever happened to her. Oh, right. 
I know. And she all, she tells me all the time. She tells me all the time. She's like, I know it wasn't going to work out. Like I knew she's like, I, you were just the best daughter-in-law I could have ever imagined having. Like I loved everything about you. We would have so much fun even well after him and so I sure broke that up. You couldn't have fun with anybody, but <laughs> I, I, mean, I can like, have fun with myself. Let's, yeah, be like, let's be real. So that instantly turned me off of dating. Like I didn't want to date anybody for a good minute, but then it's like you get lonely and you get bored. I think it's more well, boredom I mean, than we were anything. Born to be to have companionship, you yeah, know. And I completely agree. And, and then that was kind of not too long after COVID happened. Oh, I, okay. So let's rewind it just for a second. I. You still haven't talked about all the crazies in your phone. I'm not going to talk about the crazies <laughs> in my phone because I'm not going to name drop. <laughs> um, so the one time it happens to me, right? I'm with my best friend. We're at this bar that's not too long, not too far away from our house. And we're sitting there and her boyfriend at the time, it's Super Bowl Sunday weekend. And he was in Denver. And so her and I just decided we were going to go out and have a girl's night and we're sitting there and I'm putting money in the jukebox and I'm having the best time of my life with my best friend. And all of a sudden this guy is like talking to me from across the bar and he's like, did you play this song? And I'm like, yeah, this is one of my favorites. He's like, finally he comes up to me. He's like, I got to know your name. And did I was you have like, your red lipstick on? I did have my red lipstick on. <laughs> He's all that red hair, those red lips, uh, and your music choices. I'm all about it. And I was just like, <laughs> and my best friend was like, oh my God, this never happens to you, Jennifer. And so we rolled with it and he was great. Like we dated for a few months. But the funny thing is, is all the guys make fun of him here because he ended up being a, a dishwasher at this restaurant that we went to. And they met him. The boys here? They didn't. Nobody met him. He had a couple opportunities to come here um, for parties and whatnot, and he never did. But he (laughs) it's not that he needed to be a dishwasher. He needed he was retired and he needed something to do. And the place that he always hung out were like, hey, we got it. And he was just like, I'll fill my time with that. So they always joke, be like, oh, well, she only dates dishwashers. It's not the (laughs) truth. It's not the truth. He took me out really nice places. Like we had a blast together. It just, it just didn't work out. COVID happened. So that's when everything shut down. And our last date was, um, to this hotel downtown. And we had so much fun gambling all night long and drinking and doing all this fun stuff. And COVID shut down the world the very next day. And I kind of just, he just kind of stopped talking to me. And it was just. Would you consider texting him and rekindling No, because he's on my blocked list. <laughs> now? He's one on okay, the block Okay, so list. how did that happen? Because, okay, so he kind of wrote me off. And then when things started to open back up again, I ran into him again at that bar. And instantly, like, he came over to me and was talking to me and tried to do the whole schmoozy thing. And I was like, I don't understand what happened. Like, we were dating for, like, a good four months. Like, it was going great. You just met my kids. You got a baseball hat to go to Gavin's games, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, yeah. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I didn't even really leave the house. And he's like, and he's like, I was just dealing with my own. I'm like, okay, cool. You know? And I was like, well, I'd love for you to take me out again. And he instantly looked at me and he's like, well, I kind of have a girlfriend now. And <gasps> I was just like, no. Are you kidding me? So he was probably dating somebody. He wasn't was dating. And I was just like, you sat here and just schmoozed me. You wouldn't call me your girlfriend the four months that we dated. And then now you're telling me it's been a couple of weeks. You have a girlfriend. So instantly from there, I walked out of this bar, went to my car, blocked his number, deleted everything. Right. I did run into him a couple more times. And every time he was always a schmoozer. Well, let me take you out again. He did end up taking me out to dinner one more time. But he had a girlfriend. No, he, they broke up. Like it was just for a second, but still it was, it was, that was the only time that that's ever happened to me where a guy has actually like come up to me and been like, how you doing? The rest of the time has been online dating. I think I just give all vibes. It's like, ain't available. Don't talk to me. (laughs) I'm not in this, like looking for nothing. Because when I met Chad, I was on my way back South to camp out and like not leave again. Yeah. I was tired of being on the road and hauling dogs around and then. And then I met him. And then now I live in a suitcase. And you know, the rest is history. But 
It's. <laughs> I guess it's when you don't. It's look when you for least. It or when you it's don't when you least it. expect it is when it happens. <laughs> but my girlfriend tells me who, and I talked about her in our last podcast. My mentor, Risa, because we've had this conversation. I was like, I don't understand why guys don't come up to me, and she's just like, "You're cute. Like you're cute. You're fun." always having a good time like you always have good energy around you she's all jennifer it's because men are intimidated by you and i'm like intimidated by me i don't understand like why are they intimidated by me she's like because you give that vibe of being a very powerful woman and men don't like that men don't want an alpha female and you definitely are an alpha female so hold up okay like just because you have an opinion and you know what you want. Sometimes when you say alpha female, that just has a negative connotation because you are go with the flow. You are number one supportive person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Thank you. So I, I don't think like, I don't think that's it. I don't know I what think it is. That I think I'm cute. You are cute. And you are fun. <laughs> and you're always laughing. I, I so am I mean, like, always You're laughing. always having a good time. Oh, I try because I mean, what else do I have? I mean, I think that like, I just, from what I can tell, if there are very few guys that are out at the places that we go that are single and of quality, okay? I so agree with that the one. The guys I agree that, with that one. are out there are probably looking for girls half their age. Yeah. And they're not what you want to talk to anyway. Yeah. So we're in the wrong places, Jen. <laughs> well, where can we go where I can meet these men? We need our listeners gonna, to let us know. You're where, gonna have to start where going can we to go? hunting conventions like Lindsay. <laughs> find her dream man she moved out of state for her man the funny thing is is when we were at nwtf this guy comes up to our booth and no i got it i'm gonna interrupt you we took jen to her first rodeo we podcasted since then we're putting you on farmers.com what is it called farmers only farmers only (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna find you a cowboy jen i do i would love actually this is what I envision. <laughs> so he's tall. Yeah. He's got a beard. Okay. He has tattoos because he has kind of a bad boy edge, but he's not a bad boy. He has a oh, great job. Oh my goodness. You better put this on paper. This is a lot of manifesting I can already feel. He has a great job and he drives a pickup truck. That's all. That's all. He maybe has a motorcycle. Like that's what I envision. He probably has kids. Okay, if anybody has a brother like this. <laughs> or a dad. <laughs> At my age. Please message Jen. Our badass mom. You can find me on Insta. <laughs> on the Instagram. You can see my pictures. Oh my gosh. But it's funny. I mean, it's just it's just hard. I, so I've been on literally every dating app I think that there is out there. And I've been on Tons Why of is dates. it that we allow men to treat us so bad? Because I dated this guy, and I have so much respect for him with his career. Like, literally recommend him all the time. And it usually goes something like this. If you're looking for a blah, 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 then totally go to him. If you're looking for, you know, a relationship, probably not the guy to call. Yeah. I mean, it's that bad. But that's the, the thing is, is that that's what guys put on these pages, right? So they'll say, I'm not the guy who's looking just for a hookup. I'm not the guy I'm looking for a relationship. And that is such BS because oh, truthfully, yeah. they are looking for a hookup. They are looking for what I dated this guy, another guy that I dated since I've only dated a couple guys, I think, since I've been working here. But this is another fun fact. So when you're dating guys, it's not like I'm talking to my girlfriends and be like, Oh, Johnny or Craig. I, we all have names for them. (laughs) So it's like where they work or where they're from or what they do for a living. Like a code name. Right. So like I dated this guy and we call him San Francisco because he lives in San Francisco. Right. Dated this other guy. Um, We can't say the name because it just like, I, I would never pisses me off. <laughs> I um, dated another guy who worked at Trader Joe's, so we called him Trader Joe's. Like there was code names for everybody. So this one guy I was dating while um, I've been here at the Foul Life, he was a firefighter here in town, and oh. this guy I really liked. Like yeah. he was so he took me on the best dates I've ever been on in my life. And my girlfriend Stephanie, who's gonna be on this podcast one day, literally said. Red flag. 
red flag every date was the best date you've ever been on i'm like yeah like at like literally started with the first date amazing second date even more amazing third Mm -hmm. date most amazing fourth date unbelievable like it just she's just like that's a narcissist and i'm like oh my god yes (laughs) i'm like what are you talking about he's such he he's no he's very nice she's like nope jennifer jennifer yep these are the red flags you need to look out for okay did you have a narcissistic parent i did not okay because a lot of times and like maybe i'm not i'm talking about like friend advice kind of thing from a friend if you are raised a certain way and that was the love that was shown to you that's how you interpret love right that's what you repeat so if you're in a relationship and you keep like crashing and burning then you need to go back and say am i seeking out the love i want to receive or am i seeking out the love that i've been given yeah, I agree. Right? Okay, so that is a big thing. Okay, go back to yeah. red flags. So red flags, firefighter, right? I thought it was great because like the first date was just dinner, <laughs> but it's dinner with flowers and it was like a fancy dinner. And then the second date was this amazing date that he planned where we went to a, uh, we went to Barnes and Noble. I met him at Barnes and Noble. And Oh, how'd he, you do that? He I told me that. like he told me he was just like, "Hey, what are you doing later?" And I was just like, "Oh, I got to oh, take my son." Oh, because you were online. Okay. No, 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 we were already talking by then. So, um, we were already talking. The same guy. So we were already talking. We had already been on one date. It was a couple. It was about a week later, and he was just like, "What are you doing tonight?" I'm like, "Oh, I just took uh, my son used to take guitar lessons clear across town." I'm like, and I'm kind of killing an hour. He's all meet me at Barnes and Noble, and I'm like, okay, cool. So I met him at Barnes and Noble and then he had this whole date plan to where uh, he's all, we went into like the record section. He's like, I know you love music. And he's like, I want you to pick something that you think that I will love that represents you. And he's like, and I'm going to do the same. And I was like, okay, hold on oh, really quick. That's so nice. Right? And it wasn't dinner. It wasn't anything like that. And he's like, and I'll do the same. Um, And I was like, okay, but I, there's things I got to know. Like, record player do you even have one he's like yeah i have a record player he's like that's a good question do you have one i was like no i don't have a record player i'm like i have a cd player like in my car and he's like okay cool so we go around i find a record for him and he was already done he's like i'm gonna go pay and then i'll meet you over in the little cafe so all the barnes and nobles has that like the little coffee part and i'm like okay um and i go sit down and i put my little bag on the table i'm so excited to give it to him and he's all um i said i want to go first and i give him this and it's this acdc album which i love acdc and he had mentioned that he heard that they had a new album and i got him the new acdc album and i was super excited about it and i was just like i love this like this song reminds me of this in my childhood blah 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 and he was just like awesome and i'm like okay like waiting anxiously for mine and he pulls out this giant bag under the table and i'm like uh and here i just bought him a record right so it's in a flat bag and he was just like okay like open it and i take out and there's a record and this is this should have been red flag the first red flag the record that he gave me and it was sweet the way that he said about that that he said everything the record that he gave me was is actually one of my least favorite bands in the world like (laughs) i can't stand this band and i was just like oh the i'm not gonna say it because i don't want people to judge me one day but this band and he was just like okay well let me tell you about the record he's all that record got me through paramedic school. Like I listened to it every single night while we were studying for all of our exams all uh-huh. night long, like over and over. And I'm like, Oh, that that's sweet. Right. And he was just like, and I just wanted to share that with you. Awesome. Never opened the record because I hate the band. Okay, what else but is in the bag? A record player. No, he bought me a record player because he, I didn't have a record player. So there was, cause I was just like, Oh, a record. I don't have in the bag there was a record player so he bought me a record player to play the record and i still have that plus the crappy record but um <laughs> like that was such a sweet date and that was it and then he bought me a tea and we drank tea and the thing and then i left and that was that you was never saw him again no, no no i saw him multiple times after that like the next one we went rock climbing like he okay, kept so taking you did me all out these of the awesome things so how did it crash um it crashed because he wanted more kids he was Oh, so it was. I was like like, eight years older than him. That's the thing. Oh, so so that's really hard. Yeah, he wanted more kids, and I can't. I can't even have more kids. Um, but 
we had a long conversation about it and he was just like you, you know you didn't want to adopt and start over jen i i actually thought about it for a minute yeah. but then i was just like f this no i mean <laughs> i'm not doing this all okay, over again. So that, that doesn't sound like very narcissistic but my situation was extremely narcissistic and and it was to the point that i'm like sipping pepto like on my way to go visit and oh, like no. and jace is like uh mom like are you not paying attention? And you just like, you just get caught up in something and then you, you just forget that there's like a whole big life out there going on. Right. Yeah. So it becomes like a routine that you just sick and it just becomes normal. Yeah. And then we were at an event and he pretended like he didn't know my name. So girls don't wait till it gets that far. Exactly. Don't like, wait. Don't wait until red flags like, or red totally flags. ignores you. Yeah. And, um, because it's like, there's no reason to put yourself through that. Yeah. That's one of the things that I see a lot of on these reels or the TikToks. Everybody makes fun of me, but I love my TikTok. How they, like, guys will come on here and be like, ladies, if he's not calling you Steve or Harvey texting you my ass. on a regular basis, <laughs> he's not interested. Right. If he was interested... Would he would he would you would hear from him on a regular basis you would see him he would make the effort make time yes because and right? i don't know anybody more busy than chad and he always made time for me see i mean still does but always so um and and i'm like super private so i don't put all this stuff out there so i'll just let you like tell your stories but i will definitely tell my my crash and burns so that you learn from my mistakes which is what i do with my kids yeah like of course tater bugs only eight so she doesn't get all these relationship stuff but my oldest i'm so open and real with her because i'm like i don't want you to go through this i'm, so I'm like that with my voice literally i tell but her all kinds of stuff all the time and then like she was talking to a guy and it was a train wreck <laughs> and then um then this really nice guy like she just met a fourth of july then they went out and then he texts her the next day and she was like uh i'm because she doesn't recognize like what you're saying somebody that actually makes time for you she was like i don't really know how to handle this and so to her it felt like kind of smothering because she never had anybody like that and chad's like she doesn't even know how like she hasn't even had a real man in her life do you even understand how guys communicate and yeah. i'm like you know what there's so many women out there that don't yeah. so there's probably times that we had you know not we i mean i know what I ended up doing, but there are times I'm sure that people miss a good guy because they misread the clinginess or something like that, which is what he was pointing out to JC. And, um, because you just don't know, you expect a guy to be a jerk. Yeah. That's what the movies put at out. At this like, point, well, all at the this point, after players, all the dating for the last else, four like, years, that's exactly what I think. But so I'm super honest with my boys about it too. Yeah. And, like, don't be this guy. But I don't, I don't introduce them to guys I'm dating. Not until like it's a full on, I know it's a relationship, like months down the road, we'll yeah. introduce them. So um, Gavin has checked me and he just recently did it because there's this other guy that I've been kind of seeing for like two years now. And I like him. I have good times with him. Jen, but that's he a always, red flag what but, you just said. Okay. But, I've been seeing a guy for kind of like two years. <laughs> well, the thing is, is, it's not comes, going anywhere. He's, he pops in and out of my life on a regular basis. Okay, well, that's like, bad. Like he'll be around for we a few months and then all of a sudden, like I we won't hear from this. him for a few yeah, months. Bad, and bad. then he'll pop back in my life. So he just recently tried to pop back into my life again. Lonely loser shows back up. Kick yeah. him to the curb. So put we, him on we, that block <laughs> list, Jen. <laughs> he has has, he has a name too so they all have names but this guy has a name and i was telling it's probably gavin, not a very nice one <laughs> <laughs> i was telling gavin about it i was just like oh well so and so was uh wanting to take me to dinner and gavin looked me in the eyes and he's like mom stop and i was like what he was like why are you doing this again and I was like, you are 15 years old. You don't tell me. And he's like, mommy comes in and out all the time. Like he's here. He's not here. He's here. He's not here. Okay, I'm going he to get, I'm gonna get JC on this things. too because red flag, like number 1,500. Yeah. So I wrote it off. I literally, I texted him back and I was just like, you know, I think I'm going to pass on me. Like you coming out here and taking me to dinner and blah 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 and he was just like clearly clearly we're on a different level right now like some smart ass remark and i'm just like yeah got it okay so i'm gonna get in the back right now 
and we were talking about this or whatever. So my my phone like like everybody else's phone listens to you, and then you scroll oh. through Instagram, and then all of a sudden these posts are about your conversation. So here we go, Jen. Here is what I saw, and I actually screenshot it. So when you start talking about this again, I'm just gonna keep sending you this over and over and over. <laughs> He treats you, how he treats you is how he feels, period. Yeah. Loser been dragging along for two years. That's on you. That is on me. We're going to have to well, find I Jen a solid man. A solid man. <laughs> and he needs to be able to run a camera and love the outdoors because she's not leaving here. <laughs> you, you need, dear future man in my life, Let's you need back. to be able Tall, to. <laughs> beard. Beard Beer tattoos and camera skills. <laughs> camera skills. And maybe plays a guitar. Shotgun skills. Yeah, that would be great because we be really great. need that at camp. We, <laughs> we need those, those guitar singing nights. <laughs> but still opens doors for me and buys me flowers on Fridays. Maybe he's in like Wyoming or Montana. He needs to be close. Like you need to be close because I am needy when it comes to like, I, I don't want to see a man. Like, I don't know how you guys did it for so long. That to me would what be way mean? too hard because well, I, I just, well, we like, were already like, we already were accustomed to being on the road. Like that was our lifestyle. So the big change was actually being in the same place. I just don't see to me being in a relationship, that companionship, that is like consistent communication, consistent, you know, meeting each other at places or doing things together. Like I, if you're within a 50 mile radius of Reno, <laughs> our badass mom on Instagram <laughs> is where you can find me. Oh, my uh, but then you like, I, I have hopes. Like I, I know everybody jokes about there's this guy that comes around. Well, he doesn't come around. He's a friend of all of ours. And everybody jokes that we're going to end up dating. He's a really good friend of mine. And he actually and asked he's awesome. me. He's awesome. And he asked me on an official date last week. An What's official, an official date? date? He, it says in the text message, would you like to be my date for this event? And I'm like, okay. A friend and date? then that turned into um, dinner and a date at a really nice restaurant. I had a great time. I had a great time. We went to this fancy dinner, sat right next to him. We had great conversation. His friends were great. Like same side? Uh, he sat same right side next couples? to me. Yeah. They, on the booth? No, oh, JC cringes. It was she six, cringes at six same couples. Side couples. One, two, yeah. Oh, three. you were in a group. Yeah, it was a big group, and so we did dinner, and it was great, amazing. We go to the show. For some reason, I sat way at the end um, with one, the one girl that I did know there. I sat with her, and in between this other girl, and then this guy who I came with was sitting way on the end. Well, at some point, he just leaves. <laughs> and I'm oh like oh my gosh and I, I'm like where, where is everybody and this girl's holding on to me she's like you're staying with us her and her boyfriend she's like you're staying with us and I'm like did I just get ditched uh, I would have like, cried did I? and by the, this, this venue took your phone and put it in a a case this locked case so you couldn't take your phone out the whole entire time so by the time you get outside they unlock your the case so you can have your phone back and there's a text from him and he's just like that was a terrible show. I'm outside. And then that turned into them talking to him and us going to this bar and meeting him at this bar that he was already at. So he actually like left. He left. He could have just tapped you on the shoulder and been like, hey, chick, let's roll. Let's roll. And he didn't. <laughs> so this is why I know he's my friend and will never be more than my friend. Oh my God. Friend zone in the worst I was way. Just like, I was like, I just got ditched by my friend on a date. Like I just got ditched. So, but the funny thing is, is the weekend before I was on uh, the weekend before another, it was another, it's another friend. And this funny thing is, uh, this is going to so blow up in my face because all of these people listen to this podcast. I know so, all of them listen to this <laughs> podcast. So I am sorry, but I won't name you guys by names. Um, but the week before our friend was coming to town and he manages, a um, this guy this the singer, singer. <laughs> and um i wasn't going on an event with you guys so i reach out to him i'm like hey what are you doing like i'd love to see you he's like yeah you should come to the show i'm like sounds great so then i instantly reached out to Brittany. i'm like Brittany, what are you doing on friday and here's my poor one of my buds we nine drag months her pregnant. everywhere because what two <laughs> weeks ago i drug her to justin moore yep. 
She was so smoking hot, though. She's, yeah, exactly. She's such a and cute she's always down lady. to do it. So she <laughs> joked about it. She's like, this is her unborn baby's seventh concert since she's been pregnant. <laughs> So I was just like, what are you doing on Friday? And she's just like, oh, we I think we're going to hang out. We have pictures of Britney at concerts. We're going to post them. Yep. We're we gonna, are going to post we're them. We're going to post about Britney's so, um, baby concert. So I asked her what she was doing. And she was just like, oh, I think we're going to hang out down in Victorian Square and try and listen to the concert. I'm like, oh, would you like to go to the concert? Because I have tickets. And she was just like, oh, my God, yeah. Can I bring my husband? Absolutely. And she's like, actually, we had this other guy. We had a little bit of a technical error there. So continuing on. My friends want to go see this show. They asked to see if I can get another ticket. Um, and I said, let me see how many tickets I ca- can get. I called my friend and he said, not a problem. I got you down for four tickets. Awesome. So we all go to the show and it's going well. We all go to dinner first and we're having a nice time at dinner. There's a little bit of casual flirting happening back and forth and everybody's having a good time. We go to the show. The show's great. Music's going. Everybody's dancing. We're all having a blast. Towards the end of the show, I get up and go to the bathroom. And actually, before that, before the end of the show, I turn around and I see that this guy who's my date, but he's not my date, right? He's just part of our group, is making out with this random girl. (laughs) Completely making out with this random girl. And okay, all right, it is what it is. I go to the bathroom and instantly Brittany's texting me and she's like, Is everything okay? And I'm like, Yeah, I'm just going to the bathroom. And she's like, You're not mad. I'm like, Why would I be mad? And she was just like, Because so and so was making out with that girl. I'm like, I don't care. He's not my date. We came here together as a group. He's my friend. Like, not even that big of a deal. And she's like, I just want to make sure you're not mad. By all means, I'm fine. But now I know, now I know that this is going to be where it lives the rest of the time, the rest of the time that I know this man. So every time he slides into my DMs and you know you slide into my DMs, Uh I know that it's going to be a hard pass. It's going to be a hard pass for me every single time. I know it's just going to be friends. I know it's always going to be in a group setting with friends. We're going to have fun. Not a problem. But I know my worth, right? At this point, I'm not going to settle. I'm refusing to settle for anybody else. For anything else, I should say. So it's just crazy that it's happened to me twice in the last two weeks. So We got to try something different. (laughs) What you're doing is not working. It's clearly, it's not working, but these are my friends too, at the same time. And at least the first one, um, I mean, it clearly didn't go anywhere, but the second one, the one that we just, the one that I just went on, he's a good friend of mine and he's always going to be a good friend of mine. And that's something that everybody checked in, both you and Chad checked in with me the very next day Mm -hmm. to see how that went and how did it go and what happened. And even though he left me. It's okay. It's totally fine. It's fine that he left me. But we ended up meeting up. And we know that that we are friends. Yes. We are we know that we're friends. And we know that we're gonna talk often. We talk all the time. All the time. And everybody jokes about it. Like something's gonna happen. No, we are good friends. And that's perfectly fine. Well, here what's what we're gonna do. You gotta pick you're living at the ball field. Yes. What about all these baseball dads? All these baseball dads are married. (laughs) Every single one of them. And this is what I always look at. I always look for that left hand, right? I always look at the left hand. I'm like, is there a ring on there? Oh, no. There's a ring. Oh, there's a ring. Oh, and his wife just pulled up. And (laughs) I, I just don't know what to do anymore. I refuse to do the dating sites. I refuse to have friends introduce me to their friends. I just figured if it's going to happen, it's going to happen naturally. And I have no advice because, you know, like I've never been on a dating app. Like I've never even seen one that somebody's been on. I know that probably is like you're living under a rock. Maybe so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've been on them all, so we're good. (laughs) You know, and I've just been so independent and focused on my career, which that was my number one thing was like raising my girls and maximizing um 
all these opportunities to be in the outdoors and that never left me in the same town very long and you know except for the summers when we were just training and so like I still think it's just so random that Chad and I hit it off because we'd been friends for a while like we podcasted and done all this stuff together before like we met so I I'm not one to give really good advice on where to find him but if the opportunity comes I know how to help you prepare perfect to not miss the window of opportunity perfect perfect the funny thing is is it was my friend's um fiance's birthday the other night and I'm already home I'm already like you know when you get home and it's funny that women say it all the time but like once the bra comes off like you know you're done for the night right (laughs) yeah and that was me like I was in my chill clothes everything and my girlfriend calls me and she's just like well it's Jason's birthday tonight do you want to like just meet us for a drink and I'm just like oh do I really want to meet you guys for a drink it's like already nine o'clock and, but I know, and I love this man. That's just, just such a brother. different mentality, right? Because I still have an eight-year-old, so I can't leave home at night like that on a whim. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what that would be like to say, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go live it up I on got, a Thursday. Yeah, I know on a Thursday <laughs> night. But I went, so I went. I'm like, go see if there's anybody there at the at the bar because I am not changing. Like, I am going exact. I'll throw a baseball hat on. And I, you never see me wear a hat here no. at work. And I literally threw on a Traeger camo cap and went to this bar because there was nobody there. As soon as I walk in, there's like, Jen, Jen. I'm like, oh my God, how do I know everybody here right now? But we get there and I'm sitting next to my friend and he he's had <laughs> a few drinks and he's sitting next to this guy. And just, I just overhear him say, oh, is that your wife? And Jason's instantly like, no, that's not my wife. That's my single friend, Jen. Oh, no. And he's like instantly like, single friend, Jen, this is so-and-so. And then I'm like, hello, I'm single friend, Jen. Like, And it was so awkward. Like, it was so awkward. I didn't, I like panics. Like, I didn't know what to do. And like, here's a man who wanted to talk to me. And I'm just like, I'm going to just look <laughs> this way over here because I don't know what to say. But... It was funny because Jason was trying to sell me as something that I totally am not. Because he's like telling the guy, he's like, oh, man, this girl, she's probably got more guns than you, man. And I'm like, Jason, I don't even own a gun. It's like, no, 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 man. She's got. And and he's like, you should hear her duck call, man. She's like a world class duck caller. And I'm like, Jason, I, I don't I don't. <laughs> it's just like I'm like, can you please stop? And then this guy instantly was just like, well, I don't own any guns because I'm a felon, and I'm all, <laughs> and we're out. And okay. that's strike three in strike. this podcast for Jen. <laughs> oh, these are the man in my life, and I'm over it. <laughs> so oh not a good place to meet anybody is at the bar. No. Which I rarely go to, but they always say, well, don't you go out? Can't you meet somebody at a bar? Well, first of all, these are the the felons that I meet at the bar, which are absolutely ludicrous. So I'm just going to stay at home and I'm going to date myself. That's what that's what JC talked about dating herself. And she went and had um, a great time with some of our friends that are our age and they went to a concert she spent the whole fourth july weekend with them out on the boat and got into the combine and did some farming and she's like i just don't even care anymore and then it's so funny because i came out of a podcast the other night chad was talking to her and she was literally getting guy advice because all of a sudden her phone starts blowing up (laughs) and i'm like oh my god right when you're not looking for it it's when it happens right that's what happened to me and maybe that's exactly the secret for you but the thing the thing that sets us up and i know i've told you this before but jc was little and we used to do a lot of disney where we don't do any disney anymore but she um i told her all the time i said i hope you grow up and you become an attorney and you just see the socks off disney for setting everybody up thinking that cinderella story was reality <laughs> it's so far from reality and as a little girl that's the expectations that we have been given right like and it's not even just being a little girl it's growing up throughout your entire life like think of all the movies where it is like pretty woman right like pretty woman like terrible things and terrible situations and it always ends up this fairy tale in the long run well she got rescued and i think um jennifer lopez does some rescued stuff too i don't I just don't want to be rescued. I want somebody that wants to trailblaze life together. Absolutely. And 
I just I just got super lucky. Like I really don't know how that happened. I, there was no secret sauce, and I was planning on staying in Georgia. I was on my way to Georgia to really plant roots and kind of come off the road like what I'd been doing, not pack and move as far away from Georgia as I could get. <laughs> but oh that's what happened. So, um, yeah, and so now I'm staying on the road and all that stuff. But, you know, like, you just make the best of it. And you don't really know, like, what's going to happen. But uh, I was telling you, too, the other day about the Gilmers. And now that I am in a Sears relationship and one that, you know, we have kids involved and all that stuff, something that – we want to make sure we are our best selves all the time. And I think back to my friends, the Gilmers, <laughs> and their daughter, Jaren, and I, we play ball together. And so we would have, like, team stuff at their house because they had the cool backyard. <laughs> and they would literally be, like, making out in the kitchen. You know, like, there's tons of teenagers that's in their so house. Cute. Anywhere from, like, 12 years but old that's up. That's so you cute. Know? And, they're, and we're like, what in the world's going on with your parents? And she's like, I don't know. They just do this all the time. And I just remember, like, we would just laugh about it. There they are making out on the couch again or whatever, you know. And, I mean, nothing was ever inappropriate or whatever. But they were truly in love. And then I remember as an adult, I would take my oldest to um, watch him because he became a mounted shooter, which is a whole nother funny story. But there's his wife, like, dressed to a T in her best little cowgirl clothes, like, following him around, like, you're my hero and all this stuff, you know. And and it's just been really special, I think, to have watched them. And I don't even know if they realized the impact that they made on me. But that's something that I wanted to duplicate because they were so yeah. committed to staying in love. And that's a hard thing to do, like, after years and years and years of marriage. I mean, mm-hmm. it everything consumed my life with my husband that all the romance got put on the back burner. And that was one thing when I did start dating after he passed away, why I would jump into things so quickly. Cause I was yearning for yeah. that lust, for that love, for that companionship. I wanted it so bad that I was looking past all these red flags that I truthfully should never have looked past, but it was just that little bit of attention that I hadn't had in so long well, you was don't what was really get going. to know anybody until you're invested. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing of all. Um, so m- maybe we should be doing more surveys. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Survey says. Where do you uh, here we go. Stand Steve Harvey, we're going to need your family feud now. <laughs> yes. God, I love Steve Harvey. He yeah. is such a genius. And with such humor. But this has been such a good podcast because I'm, I'm not one to really talk about like the chick life. I don't know why just maybe it's oh, like that's the only life this, i know girl i don't know the hunting life so that's yeah, like, this is like, like so we're like literally the- water and oil and somehow we come together as this amazing emulsion and I, know. I need you in my life i need you in my life too you keep me going straight you keep me grounded you keep me happy and laughing and we can come in here and just be ourselves which is something that i got so far away for so long that you start to lose yourself, right? Yeah. And who you are and what you want to do and what you want to accomplish in life. And when we come in the studio, it's like rolling it all together, like putting it all in. And this is what it's all about for me. This, I feel like everything happens for a reason. And I swear I say that in every podcast, but this, our friendship, this pod, I feel like this is what has le- led me. Me working here for Chad has all led me to this because mm-hmm. I truly believe in our podcast. I truly I believe in too. the direction that we're going, the things that we want to do with this, the people we want to help with this. Like this, in my eyes, in my head, it's going to be big. Like it's going to be big for us. And I want the best for everybody, of course, but I want something for us that has nothing to do with anybody else. Well, we both have a history that of you know sadness and felt like defeat and we were overcomers and now we're trailblazing something new and and your path is very different than mine because i picked up a shotgun and and got a coach and the things that i had to face that he made me face to become you know the multinational champion that i've become and um it wasn't easy and when I think about how the relationships in my life and the the fact that I didn't live up to my value and I didn't protect that wrecked everything. And so 
this is a moment that I can't let pass by because I actually paid a lot of dues to get here <laughs> to have these stories we and to have, have, you know, the lessons learned that, you know, we just literally share lessons. So maybe we can keep somebody else from having them, or maybe we can inspire somebody else to pick up themselves and go and, and find their spark again. And so yeah. I think we need to come back with part two, keeping your spark. I'll talk a lot about the middle management training that I went through that I had no idea was coming when I started, um, when I started shooting. And we'll just talk about like your best self and know your worth and, and put on paper what you want and then how to be patient and wait for it. Um, because the reward is in the journey. And so many times, like with our American mentality, we always want to get to that finish line. Mm -hmm. But I, I tell my daughters, like, there isn't ever a finish line. Like, until we pass, there is always something going on. So we have to learn to enjoy the journey and to be present in the moment and to love ourselves and to make sure, and I preach this all the time, the humble, grateful heart, just live with that mentality so that we can have joy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what attracts the things that we want. I'm just focusing on what we want for ourselves, not necessarily what what I want to accomplish together as anything, as a family unit, anything like that. What do I want the best for myself right now? What is going to be the best thing for me and my boys? Because right now that's the only thing that matters. Mm -hmm. Like that's truly the only thing that matters. And I say that a lot because again, single mama trying to do so much. I got a little boy. I, I keep calling them little. They are anything but little yeah. right now. They're as tall as I am. But it's like doing this whole travel baseball thing and this tournament schedule. And it was just so much for me this last weekend because it's the first time that we've ever been a part of something like that. And I was at the baseball field Friday, Saturday, and Saturday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. All day, all night. And I yeah. was exhausted. Like, I'm so over it. I don't want to go. I don't want to do it anymore. Like, I want to throw in the towel. But I know that this lights up my son's life. And that is what it all makes worth it. I know. And just the reward of knowing that you are you are your best self and that you get to give your best self. Like, there's just something so rewarding when you realize that you got yourself there. Mm-hmm. You can trust yourself. You can believe in yourself. You can be proud of yourself. Finding that value and believing that you're worth it is worth the journey to get there. Absolutely. Because it's not easy. Yeah. And I can't wait to talk about that. Um, it's pretty near and dear to my heart and a big part of my story that I don't really ever share. But I think it's important that other women know that there are answers out there. There's a way to be maybe not even be the best self that you've been in the past mm -hmm. that you miss, but maybe be that person that you've always wanted to be, to have those goals. Like life is, it's not too late. It's not too late. I just know your worth to me and how I see it is know your worth, know your value. And ladies, I see it all the time on reels on anything and gentlemen, like if they're not making an effort to call you on a regular basis, it's because they don't want to. Mm -hmm. If they're not making an effort to take you out to dinner or to even just be around you, be in your company, it's because they don't want to. Right. If they wanted to, they would be there. That's right. And the best thing that I think I've seen, and it's on my Instagram. Again, you guys can follow me on my own Instagram, Our Badass Mom. But on my Insta Instagram, I found this little quote that says, I just want someone to look at me and realize, damn, that's mine, and just be happy to have me. That's it, that's all I ask for, mm -hmm. is that worthiness of someone appreciating who I actually am. Yeah. Because I think I'm pretty amazing. I think I'm a hell of a catch. When it really <laughs> comes down to, when it really comes down to I'm it, I'm not like, ready to share you. <laughs> I don't think anybody here is, because I wouldn't be here as much, but I think that in the long run, like I have such a good heart, I have such a good, humble family, home my values are great like i can i can cook i can clean like I, I could i am a package in the long run 
but I want someone to see that value for what it is, not... Okay, well, the criteria is this, y'all. If y'all have got friends for Jen... <laughs> or uncles or brothers or dads... They need, they need camera skills or editing skills <laughs> they gotta be or shooting skills. They need something because she's not leaving. So don't be sending Jen great guys that's going to take her away. <laughs> yeah, and please be in the northern Nevada area. That would be amazing because I can't go anywhere for three more years. Or... That's a whole other thing. Like, I am not Or willing moving. to come here. We'll yeah. take that. Yep, you can be willing to come here, but I am not moving out of this general area for at least three years until my boys finish high school. So, again, because priorities, right? Know your worth. Yep. And, you know, it's not necessarily, I mean, I could date myself all day long. I feel like I do that every single day, but I am not settling. I'm not settling. I'm not changing for any man. This is who I am. This is who I'm going to be. And,. It is what it is. Okay, we'll talk about me be having to reinvent myself with in the same industry, right? Because I'm not at my kennel anymore, and I'm not hauling dogs in a big trailer anymore and all this stuff. So sometimes it does require a little bit of change, but it doesn't mean that you change yourself. Absolutely. All right, so next episode, Keeping Your Spark. I can't wait for part two. Yeah, that'll be fun. Thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in to 40 Years to Freedom. Babe, babe, Rosé, now we're moving to the Rosés today. So I think that's all we have left. That's all we have left. <laughs> we need you, babe, in our lives. So hopefully we can figure that out pretty soon. But thank you guys for listening. It's Jen and Anna V signing off for the night. 40 Years to Freedom. See y'all next time. We'll see you next week. <laughs>